Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the 2030 podcast. It is so good to have you with us, uh, tuning in for another week, for another interesting episode. Oh, yes. And of course, I'm not alone um, with my brother, Joshua Folorunso. Josh, how are you, man? I'm good, bro. How have you been? I have been okay. Labda wewe, keeping safe? Still keeping safe, kama kawaida. Thank God. Uh-huh. Can't complain. Uh-huh. Can't complain. That's that is awesome that is awesome so this week we want to engage into a very interesting discussion uh, a very timely discussion and personally for me i feel a very important discussion on one of the skills that i believe as young people we should all be engaging in we should all learn it uh, if you don't have it uh, and i'm talking about emotional intelligence oh. now before you start wondering hey now timo leo e episode mumama too technical <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the time of the pandemic and uh, we're spending more time at home with our families, yeah. more time with our spouses, with our better halves, more time with our children, mm-hmm. and we all need to get along. If you've been following the news uh, of late, there has been an increase, a significant increase in the in number of domestic violence cases in the country, yeah. and sadly, so a significant increase in the number of teenage pregnancies. Yeah. In fact, I think a month or two ago, the whole country was shocked. Uh, yeah. When we learned that there had been 4,000 pregnancies, Josh, in Machakos County, I think. So, yeah. yeah, so we felt the need to talk about how best to cope yeah. with the people around us now that we are more closed in our homes and neighborhoods. Yeah. And one of the skills that I believe we all need in order to best cope is emotional intelligence. Now, don't wait for us to tell you and explain it. What we do here on the 2030 podcast is we get credible people who can expound on this particular topic. So this uh, day, we are very, very blessed and honored and humbled to be joined by Dr. Edith Koba, who is a psychiatrist at the Moi Teaching and Referral Hospital, and she'll be telling us more about emotional intelligence. Dr. Karibu Sana. I'm so excited, Josh and Timothy, to be here with you. Thank and you. I look Thank forward you. to this evening. Yeah? Thanks for Thank you for honoring our invite. It's not going to be as technical as you are putting it. We are going to put it in simple <laughs> English because yeah. it's not about medicine. Yeah. It's about yes. human beings. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I don't know whether I can go ahead and describe this thing called emotional yeah. intelligence. Yeah, I think let's kick it off. What is emotional intelligence? So, yeah, so you know the term sounds relatively new to many people, but you'll be surprised that that has been with us for a long time, Timothy. And if you look mm-hmm. at literature, you will discover that it was actually de- developed in the late n- in 1980s. That is a number of years ago by two mm-hmm. gentlemen called Peter Salovey and John Meyer. And, and, and generally, it is not until later a certain journalist, probably like you guys, yeah? You know, it's very mm-hmm. important to have journalists to make things public. Because you can mm-hmm. describe something, but if it remains somewhere hidden in a corner, then it's not known to people. Some gentleman yeah. called Goldman is the one who did a book, yeah, emotional mm-hmm. intelligence, and this is how it's come to like global awareness. Okay. And so then you're wondering, what is this emotional intelligence? Basically, you want to look at these two words, emotions and intelligence. Because when you begin, that's how my teacher taught me that you must begin by understanding these two words. What are emotions? And I'm sure many people probably have an idea of what emotions are. Emotions really mind based on the circumstances you're going through and this mm-hmm. looks like a sad happy frustrated although timothy you'll be surprised that many people can't even describe how they are feeling i uh, sometimes i interact especially with you men and you ask someone mm-hmm. how are you feeling they say okay and you wonder what does okay look like? <laughs> and so people need to learn that emotions are very valid 
and then they, they are very big some are positive like happiness feeling great feeling excited and the negative ones feeling sad feeling frustrated feeling angry so the first one mm-hmm. is emotions you need to understand that then intelligence what is intelligence generally even before we describe emotional intelligence it's really mm-hmm. the ability to acquire new knowledge and to utilize it and that is why mm-hmm. before we discussed emotional intelligence previously people will talk about that, the IQ and we would measure it in your ability to solve problems so therefore then what is emotional intelligence when you bring these two words we are talking about a, 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 an ability remember ability uwezo to perceive emotions what are you feeling today are you feeling happy are you feeling angry not okay not ama andiko sawa it is i know what i am feeling so you perceive emotions you are able mm-hmm. to access them and generate them you know there are people who can't you can't even know how they are feeling whether they are happy or sad and so people who are emotionally intelligent are able to generate these emotions in their full range whether it's happiness or anger or frustration then they are able to use these emotions to assist them in their thinking in their ability to understand what they are going through to regulate them and they are able to help these emotions and the understanding of them to be able to deal fast with themselves and then deal with other people very very important it's always good to remember that we are very different human beings there are people who are talkative others are relatively quiet there are people who are hot tempered there are other people who are very calm and and emotional intelligence helps you navigate these differences with people and people who are not emotionally intelligent have find it difficult to interact with people who are who are different from them i think so simply what are we saying that you know how you're feeling yourself you know mm-hmm. why you're feeling how how you're feeling mm-hmm. and you are always interrogating and how can i use what i am feeling to improve myself and to be able to relate better with my mother with the, my the person at work with my spouse and and mm-hmm. the beauty about this timothy and josh is that it can be learned you know iq the usual one the one where we go to school and we are made to do maths and becomes difficult that one sometimes is difficult to to acquire it but yeah. emotional intelligence can be acquired by anyone i hope that's, that's clear as an understanding that's very uh, starting point that's very interesting doctor yes. because my next question was is this something that is innate within us we are born with it or is it something that is learned and acquired over time so actually it's something we we learn and develop and i think that's why it's very interesting today because it's something that all of us as human beings need to learn that whether you are hot tempered or not you can actually mm-hmm. control that it's not to say ah mimi ndo vile niko na kuanga hivyo you know that's why people that's how people disagree yeah? but the truth mm-hmm. is once you learn what you are then you are able to say how do i use it then to make me a better person as opposed to it affecting how i relate and interact with the rest of the world we've mentioned uh, yes. when you mentioned the definition of emotions you know there are different kinds of emotions and some are positive and some are negative it's being happy and it's being sad how is it possible to use to drive let's say negative emotions is it possible to use those negative emotions in a positive way or other or, or is emotional intelligence all about just putting them under control this is it i feel very angry because my husband shouted at me in the morning before i came to work let me put that as an example isn't it mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. first important thing is me understanding that i feel angry mm-hmm. and therefore i am careful when i'm going to work as a doctor for example there's a lot of there are a lot of challenges and this is not true only for doctors it's true for every uh, job 
or, or whatever occupation you have, even at the studio when you go to do your news or something. Now, this is it. When you are emotionally intelligent, first you'll understand. My husband made me unhappy. My daughter made me unhappy. My neighbor made me unhappy. Mm-hmm. When I'm going to work, I am conscious of it. And I'm, I'm, maybe I will quickly just tell you the components of this emotional intelligence so that now you, you get what I'm talking about. And I'm able to say, I am not going to let this anger mess my day when I'm seeing patients. Because what you see, sometimes you can even go to work, any work, whether you're mm. going to KPLC or to, uh, to the place where you take water, and you find a very angry person, and you just ask them, how are you? And they look at you, they don't, or sometimes they don't even look up. And then mm. they continue to do their thing and say, what are you saying? They're angry. And when you have emotional intelligence, you'll have already established, what made me angry is my husband. Therefore, I have no business bringing it to my customer. So the, negative, the, 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 the beauty of emotional intelligence is to be able to say, how do I utilize this knowledge of the fact that I'm unhappy or I'm frustrated mm-hmm. or I am excited to make sure that I do not negatively affect myself or affect other people. Because that customer who was coming and their bill is, their, their electricity is off. They, all they wanted to know is, how do I make sure I get connection of their electricity? How are mm-hmm. buyer? They are not the one who slapped you in the morning or talked to you badly. But when you go ahead and shout at them or dismiss them, then you mess up and it becomes a vicious cycle. And, and maybe I can quickly just discuss the, four, the five components as were described by Goldman so that you see how mm-hmm. now the, the negative ones can be utilized. If you allow me, I hope you have allowed me to describe that. No yes, Dr. So the five components that Goldman uh, described, which I find very exciting, are one, self-awareness. Who is Edith? Who is Timothy? Who is Josh? You understand, you recognize how you're feeling any given time. You understand why you're feeling. Like the example I was giving, I am Edith, my husband shouted at me, and I'm feeling very, very unhappy about it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm asking myself, what is the consequences of me feeling like this? I could shout at my child which is really unfortunate. And we've seen even parents just shouting or, or even a young person shouting at someone just comes in their way. Or even you get into a matatu and a conductor shouts at you. Most of the time it's because themselves, they don't even understand they're angry. So self-awareness is understanding. I am feeling very, very unhappy. And I'm feeling like this because of why? Because of my husband, because of my child. So self-awareness is first the first most, most important component of emotional intelligence after you have known how you feel and why you feel how you feel and it's good to always remember that some of the things that we feel are also dictated by things that happened in childhood so that let's say my father abandoned me for example and i've always grown up with a very negative attitude towards men when i get Mm -hmm. married i'm always seeing my husband in the image of that uh, father who brought me up and maybe this may not even be very clear. So, but every time my husband says something negative, instead of hearing my husband, I'm hearing my father. And it was negative. Or, or another example is when a child was abandoned by them, by the mother. And, and, and they always feel like the world is not a good place. So they always see other people with suspicion. I don't, I can't trust anyone because uh, people can abandon you. Kumbe, this came from the feelings they developed from the, the mother abandoning them. Or the mother was very harsh, for example. And, and childhood... Mm-hmm. Uh, happenings are very important in shaping our emotions. If a child grew up being told, you're very stupid, you know nothing. Every time my boss speaks, I interpret that with the, with the, with the mindset of what my mother says. So I am always a very angry person. Anger from childhood, from my mother telling me I'm stupid. So self-awareness, understanding how you feel and why you feel and what are the things that could have defined the way you feel today. First and foremost, 
And then, after you have understood, the second one is self-regulation. As much as your mother abandoned you or your father mistreated you when you were young, it doesn't mean that you have the right to, to keep saying, you know, it's not my wish, it's because my mother left me, it's because mm-hmm. my mother told me this. You are able to understand that the person you're interacting with today has no business with what has contributed to your emotions. It's not your mother who told you stupid. It's not your father who has abandoned you. It's not your husband or your, your parent who talked to you badly today. Instead, they are different. And trying to pass that negative emotion to them is not useful. So self-regulation does what? You are able to take care of those emotions. And that's, I think, Josh had asked that question about how to control them. And you're saying, I'm feeling angry, but I am not going to allow this anger to, to be passed to my patients or to be passed to my customers or to be passed to my classmates. Very, very important point, self-regulation. And so you are able to suspend reaction. So like maybe it's a patient who comes and says something very bad, like for us, I'm a woman, and there are times people will come and imagine that I'm not a doctor because young women cannot be doctors. They imagine that it will be a big doc, a big, a huge person, or if you are a woman, you must have complicated <laughs> makeup. And there are many times we are minimized at work. But I should not let the fact that I was angry from work, from, from home, and then these patients come and say, I want to see the real doctor. You know, the first reaction, if I don't have self-regulation, is what do you think I am? Or who are you calling sister? I am a real doctor. You know, when sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. Now, Kumbe, my problem is my husband talked to me badly. I am angry. This man has come and said they want to see a real doctor. I'm seeing them in the image of my husband who talked to me badly. So self-regulation, you suspend the reaction, and you're able to, to pause even when you're angry and delay. You allow time to think about how to respond to this gentleman, for example. So the first one was self-awareness, the second one is self-regulation. I wanted to say, just on that yes. point, I find that it's such an important thing um, in our day-to-day lives because we, like Tim Joy, if you, if you enter into Matatu, you, you find that you meet with all manner of characters. You meet a conductor who's just in a very foul mood, and that foul mood can spill over to you. And just on that point of self-regulation, if I'm the person who's on the receiving end of that negativity, how can that work for me? That that doesn't spill over to me. So the first thing you are, Josh, you're saying, okay, this Matatu guy has talked to me badly. Yeah. Breathe in and out. Yeah. And don't personalize. Try to understand the other person. Actually, I'm getting there. There's something called uh, social skills. You you develop some social skills as another mm-hmm. uh, another as a component of emotional intelligence. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you are able to manage the interactions with this conductor. And you say, okay, this conductor could actually be angry, so you give them benefit of doubt. Mm-hmm. They could actually be going through stuff. And it's not about me. It has nothing to do with me. So they can tell you very bad things. And if you are not uh, emotionally stable, you start personalizing it. Mm-hmm. So an emotionally intelligent person will notice, I feel angry about what he said. You will regulate mm-hmm. the, you know, we've said in self-regulation, you want to immediately react. But when you're emotionally intelligent, you're going to say, relax. This guy is frustrated. Probably he woke up at 4 a.m., hasn't had breakfast, and probably his boss has not been nice or the driver has not been nice to him. So it's not about me. So you're not analyzing it. You're giving him benefit of doubt and asking yourself, what is the use of getting into a confrontation with this conductor? After all, you're going to alight that matatu and go on your way. So you have, because you are emotionally intelligent, you're able to pause, yeah? Yeah. able to breathe in and out and say what have I what has just happened I've been insulted mm-hmm. but it is not because of all factors around me if they were supposing there is something you have done that is wrong mm-hmm. 
then you're going to say, I apologize for giving you 10 bob instead of 20 bob. I actually meant to give you 20 bob. So I look at me and say, next time I will look carefully. So you're not uh, take, making, making a scene. You are recognizing that you probably have made a mistake or there's something about the other person that could have caused this scene. And you're making a wise decision that it is not worth your effort. You're going to work to argue with a person you might never meet again. So very, very important, the aspect of self-regulation. And sometimes we just need to breathe in. In anger management, we say, when you're most angry, don't speak. Breathe in and out, count to one to ten, and ask yourself, what are you angry about? Mm-hmm. Because when mm-hmm. you talk seriously, you speak emotions, not the fact. Mm-hmm. But if you breathe in and out, then you ask, what am I angry about? I am angry about he has, the fact that he has insulted me. And then you're able now to compose yourself and say, uh, young man, I'm very unhappy about what you say, and I'm sorry, I gave you 10 bob instead of 20 bob. Yeah. In future, when I when you give me 10 bob, it's wiser to tell to remind someone instead of telling me I'm stupid, you tell me you have given me 20, 10 bob, please give me 20 bob because that's what fair cost. You see, now you have had a good conversation, you probably helped him. But the moment you okay. start shouting and tell him, You, who are you? Why do you think you have the right to talk to me? It becomes ugly messages to even some more. Yeah. So that's 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 what I think about that. Dr. what if uh, in this instance, uh, you this person is not a one-off interaction? Perhaps it's a daily interaction. It's a colleague at work. It's your parent at home. It's your kids. It's your spouse. Uh, how do you then get to deal with this? Because uh, learning from what you're telling us about emotional intelligence, it's a very conscious thing. And it might be very hard to implement it if only one party is conscious and the other is not. So for instance, if I am aware about emotional intelligence and I know I'm a short fuse, I get angry quickly, but let's say I'm interacting with my mother who he doesn't know, never has never even heard of emotional intelligence. Timothy is lazy, he doesn't cook in this house, he doesn't clean, all he does is sits and watch TV. In such an instance where the interactions are more regular, it's with a, a spouse, a family member, a relative. How can you cope if one side knows about the emotional intelligence and the other one is oblivious of this? The other two components partly explains your question. Okay. And, and one is social skills. So for the third mm-hmm. component of emotional intelligence, according to Goldman, is social skills. What are we saying? Your mother is, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. difficult or she has issues because of probably when she had her own childhood issues, her husband may not be treating her well, it is not going well at work, and all that. Social skills are the third component. And it reminds you that first and foremost, that you cannot do without relationships with people who are different. Different from you, different in terms of the way they think, the way they reason. And so an emotionally intelligent person seeks to understand the other person. Why is my mom always shouting? And even if you don't know, you give them benefit of that. Probably they are going through difficult circumstances. And and, and I, I keep seeing women. I think one of the things I saw recently is a woman who was selling in the market. And she was very frustrated by something. I don't know what. And she was handling a two-year-old. And she hit that child in a way that was very shocking. And And Instead of judging her, I kept thinking, this woman must be going through hell. And I actually went and talked to her and told her, Mom, just mm. talk to her, to, to this child nicely. They don't understand. And I'm sorry about what you're going through. And you know what she said? Life is so hard. And then this child is frustrating me. 
and she exactly expressed it was just in a market she just expressed exactly what i suspected that she's not just sitting the child because she doesn't love the child she's going through hell and then the child cries and it adds to her frustration so you when you develop when you have emotional intelligence you have the social skills and you're able mm-hmm. to understand people are different people are going through different things and you are able to all the time he attempt to create rapport with them but dr edith let me let me allow me to chime in a bit uh, i have this concern because what if um, you know now with emotional intelligence then there's a very fine line between being emotionally intelligent and being patronizing no no now for instance this is me i'm at home uh, every day of the week every hour every minute every second for instance my mom complains that i'm very lazy i don't do the dishes i don't clean the house i don't go to the shop and it's perhaps a very real and genuine concern that Timothy Otieno wakes up at midday every day and my mom keeps complaining to me that I'm a lazy boy and I need to improve my game but what if i with the knowledge of inter- emotional intelligence i'm thinking ah mother maybe was traumatized as a child and ananionea too i'm not really lazy how then do you cope with this and also how do you cope with the fact that you don't want to patronize the other person make the other person look like they are foolish because they are not emotionally aware of themselves versus finding out the reality that perhaps somebody is complaining about a genuine concern that dr edith you are greedy stop being greedy or josh you are fat stop eating too much how then do you tell that difference and how do you bring it out in a respectful manner i think the first point for me would be my so we say we always start with i if you're going to better your because it has to start with i not with the other person the first question is self evaluation why as much as your mother is stubbornly insisting you're lazy is there a truth is there a truth in the fact that you you are lazy and maybe mm-hmm. you don't see it so the first thing is ask yourself why is it you know they, they say that where they smoke there must have been a fire why mm-hmm. is mom insisting you lazy so that's the first thing confirm that truly you are not lazy confirm that truly you are not greedy because then if you're not then you're not guilt, guilty then an emotionally intelligent person would approach the other person calmly because of this uh, component called social skills you have good, very good social skills and say you know what mom i, I would like to, to let you know that I am very unhappy about the fact that you think I'm lazy and sort of have a decent conversation and see mom how would you rather I behave what is it that you think I should be doing that mm-hmm. I am not doing that makes you called lazy or at work what is it that I have my boss makes you feel I am greedy what is it my colleague that you makes you think I am mean the social skill which is actually a component so you are not taking all of it because personalizing makes you think very negatively make you feel like you're to blame but if you mm-hmm. evaluate it and say there must be a reason why this someone labels me this way evaluate if you don't find reason seek clarification from this person you think mm-hmm. i'm mean you think i'm lazy you think i'm self-centered would you clarify because it's i have evaluated myself and it's not very clear to me why you think uh i am whatever it is that you have labeled me that way is not a fight it's a mom where kila siku you keep saying okay. i'm lazy i hate it i'm going to move house <laughs> you'll move house but she remains your mother can the emotional intelligence be too much to the point where it turns into manipulation can emotional intelligence be dangerous that somebody who has it and somebody who's aware that they can be emotionally intelligent can then use this to manipulate other people So when you are emotionally intelligent you actually are aware that 
Now, the place you have reached is manipulation, is selfishness. So we can never say that uh, emotional intelligence can be negative, mm-hmm. but if an emotionally intelligent fails to continuously self-evaluate, then they can be overconfident to a point where they are proud mm-hmm. or, or to the point where they are, as you're saying, patronizing. But we, I, I don't think you can say that mm-hmm. intelligence, the ability to use knowledge and apply it wisely. You see, when we talked about uh, emotional intelligence, you're not talking about something that you can have in excess that can be harmful because you're continuously aware. I have talked too much. And these guys are not mm-hmm. listening. It's time for me to give another person a chance. Mm-hmm. I have been talking too much about myself. You know, an emotional intelligence person is like you continuously listen to yourself. So at the point where they have become too much, then that mm-hmm. time you can't call it intelligence anymore. Mm. It sees as being intelligent. They are mm. unable, you know, as an, an emotional intelligent person observes, observes other people. How are they reacting? Mm. What have I just said? Have I given other people a chance to participate? Mm. Have I uh, done what? Have I talked to that person properly? How did they react? Even you are able, an emotional intelligent person is able to read even what is not spoken, even just silence. You are in even a meeting and you've been talking mm. and people are just shrugging your shoulders and you ask for. Where uh, any input and they don't respond. <laughs> Most likely, you'll be thinking mm. that unhelpful, that don't make sense. And so you're able to say, I am sorry, maybe I've been talking to myself, maybe I could mm. hear your opinion. So you see, Opinions. that is okay. wisdom. You have learned to look at people and say, these guys are not interested, or these guys are not on the same page with me. Um, can lack of emotional intelligence lead to suicide because we have so many young people who are facing suicidal thoughts some have executed it successfully others unsuccessfully can lack of emotional intelligence lead to suicide or i can do the reverse can suicide be explained that the individual lacked emotional intelligence hence they took their own life so and i thank you for asking that question actually today is uh, 10th september and we observe the World Suicide Prevention Day on this day. So it's a very mm-hmm. important point that you're asking. Mm-hmm. And, and this can be explained in a different way. What are the benefits of emotional intelligence? What does it protect you from? Remember, mm-hmm. you're emotionally intelligent, you have better communication, you have better ways of managing your conflict, you have better relationships with people, you're able to solve problems. So those are the benefits. And you have a happier and more successful life. Now, let's go back to the question of suicide. Why do people commit suicide? People are commit suicide because mostly they have reached a point where emotionally they are not okay. We say up to 90% of the people who commit mm-hmm. suicide have some emotional distress, mainly depression, anxiety, or they're using substances. Why would you have been depressed? How is it related to emotional intelligence? If in the first place, you are not aware of the negative emotions you have at a given time, then you overreacted and shouted at your mother. And the relationship became very bad and you're chased out of your home and you're homeless. That would, and, and, and such scenarios, because you didn't understand what you're going through. Let's go back to another example. You are not emotionally intelligent. You're not aware that you're feeling distressed. You go to class and you start fighting with people and you're expelled from school. You are not emotional, emotionally intelligent. And then you go to work and uh, because you don't know how to relate with people because you said social skills are part of emotional intelligence, you're sucked. What does that result in? Frustration, Mm -hmm. more anxiety, risk of depression, 
risk of you of taking substances or which are risk factors for suicide. The other way that can be explained is an emotionally intelligent person is able to have better relationships with people around them. People who commit suicide have poor social networks. Why? I'm emotionally unintelligent. I relate with no one well. I already have negative emotions. I feel lonely. I feel unwanted. I feel bad. The only thing that is my friend is beer. Before I know, I feel hopeless. <laughs> and I want to commit suicide. No one will even know. Because people are no longer my friend. Because in the first place, I was not able to date with them. So yes, in many words, it can contribute indirectly because it affects mm-hmm. your ability to communicate, affects your ability to problem solve, affects your ability to solve conflicts, affects your relationship, increases anxiety and distress when you don't have emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Fantastic. Very, very interesting. Now, let, let me, uh, sorry, Dr. Ray. Um, you had mentioned three components um, of, of emotional intelligence. Can you quickly run us through the other two? Yes. So we see self-awareness, self-regulation, and social skills. This one we described. But the other one, the, the fourth one, is something we call empathy. And what is empathy? So the same thing we are talking about, you don't know what your mother is going through. Give them benefit of doubt. You are able to understand what mm-hmm. other people are going through, even if not fully. But you can see this mm-hmm. person is sad. Parents want to be able to relate with them without worsening the sadness, and if possible, helping them through, walk through their circumstances, sometimes not materially, even if it's just being there for them. So empathy. Mm-hmm. We go through life, whether it's at work or at school or in our homes, people will be going through different things. Are you able to sort of identify with them, almost like feel their pain to some extent and talk to them in a way that doesn't worsen their current situations and emotionally? Uh, uh, an emotionally intelligent person is able to do that. You will sympathize with them. And sometimes you've seen even um, the healthcare workers or even teachers or anyone who is interacting with people. Someone has gone through a very tough time and now they are, they are late to work and, and, and you are there shouting and you are not understanding that it's whatever they are going through is so difficult that they are not able, for example, to wake up today on time. Mm. Because they just buried their father and they had to travel from a country and now they were expected at work. So an emotional intelligence, especially like for leaders, it's very important to empathize, to, to be able to understand what people are going through. The other one is something called internal motivation. Mm-hmm. What motivates you to keep going? Is it money? Is it status? Mm-hmm. And internal motivation as a component of emotional intelligence is like you have a purpose. You have a vision for yourself. And you've decided what is important. For me, as it is, what, what matters? For me, part of it is can I make the masses aware about mental health? Whether I am paid or not. And that is why, like, today I have cared to spend this one hour. Because if it makes a difference for some human being, I feel like that's that's what I am about. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. that keeps you going even when it's not material. Yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. important. Because sometimes in life, we want to be rewarded, we want to be promoted. That doesn't come. What happens? You become very frustrated and you're no longer able to perform. But if you say, I'm going to work, to see, just to see patients. Mm-hmm. And if I see them and they get better, even if I'm never promoted or I'm not or as well paid, as an MCA, I'm still mm. a happy human being because what is the value of the happiness that comes with these patients getting better? Mm. So that's the, other, the fifth one and the last one, that, that you, you have an inner curiosity and you want to learn, you want to develop yourself. You're not always being pushed. Yeah? 
and, yeah. and that way you're able to even enjoy the interaction with people along the way you're able to better the relationships that you need to that you keep going up the ladder so self-awareness self-regulation internal motivation empathy and social skills those are the five components and you have to keep look, re-looking and seeing which one do i need to keep working on as mm-hmm. i go along yeah thank important. you so much doctor I, i think that continuous i think one of the most important thing is uh one of the most important things that i've learned um with this uh with this emotional intelligence is the aspect of just being continuously aware and continuously and so one thing about intelligence and i think doctor maybe you can uh, correct me if i'm wrong is that just with normally just with like iq i believe emotional intelligence can be developed and enhanced isn't it very very true yeah and i think that yeah. it's important that as we continuously are aware with those um of those five different components you can see where we are lacking and uh, where we can where we are good at and how we can continuously add on to that i think for me um dr i have one um one final question for you you mentioned earlier something about um uh, about men is that us men don't like uh, dealing with emotions and it's uh, and it's quite true because um we've grown up in a society which tells us that we should not uh, Uh, tap into those emotions so much that emotion anything to do with emotions are, are feminine in nature but you're telling us of uh, emotions and intelligence whereas for us we usually deal with with logic as it's either this or it's that so uh, my question would be as men as as men and for those who even for those ladies who may have grown up in a way that um they did not believe in expressing their emotions as much as they would have how can you uh how can we uh how can we tap into those emotions how can we get ourselves better acquainted with emotional intelligence and why do you feel that is important for us considering this season that we've been in and going uh, out of it so and 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 you've explained a fact that men are told to be solution seekers that you don't yeah. have to talk too much you don't have yeah. to say you're unhappy The unfortunate thing is that when you bottle them up yeah. is that don't sort the problem instead you accumulate them and that's why we have seen disastrous thing like someone waking up one day either killing themselves that's why you've seen men tend to complete suicide more than females because they'll have thought about it and they're telling nobody and they plan and so they'll plan for very lethal means and like a woman who most of the time you know interestingly for us women even if you go to a salon you don't even know who they address it you just telling is that telling them stories about what you're going to and that is therapy so what we encourage is you don't have to talk too much mm. but learn to communicate the facts in the, in the spirit of self awareness mm. because you're self aware you are able to say i am feeling very unhappy what mm. feeling why am i feeling unhappy what is the problem of me not communicating to my wife that i'm very unhappy about her not putting enough salt in my food Mm. The problem is that I continuously get angry and the day it will vent it will be very it will be very big or I am and I go to work and I'm not happy why because it started at home so realize that negative emotions when accumulated affect you long term they affect you emotionally and you can get all the other mental illnesses from depression to anxiety to we've seen men also drinking and you know you will drink to cope because you're very unhappy and you can't tell anyone you start drinking before you know your chemistry of the brain changes and now you are an addict and now before you know there are consequences so i think it's okay to tell men especially that it's okay to speak out it's not a sign of weakness it's actually a sign of strength that you're able to say i am human and i get unhappy about some things yeah. the people who pretend that they are strong and they can't in anything 
at the end of the day, they are the ones who break down. And now they are, their strength in court becomes their weakness. Mm. So very important to remember. I keep giving this example that we human beings are matter. Mm. Matter is anything that occupies space and has weight. Mm. If you keep taking in, why boys told you you're very stupid, even when you know in your home you're the king. Your neighbor told you he doesn't even like the shape of your nose. What happens? <laughs> Go back to matter. Remember, we have something called the elastic limit. Timo the Najwa. Did you come on in Mulilala class of physics? Classic physics. Mulilala. Mm. All these people stress you, stress you. You are just like stretching yourself, yeah, mm. to accommodate all these negative feelings. Before you know, you get to your last limit, you break down. Breaking point, how will we see it? You become a very, very angry person. You start drinking alcohol, you get depression, you get anxiety. And that's where now people now get to a point of hopelessness and helplessness, and they see nothing in future because on the figure, elastic limit, breaking point. Because they accumulated, matter could only handle so much stretch, so much weight. But you can't such weight because you, you, you are not allowed to talk about anything. So very important to remember, for you to avoid stretching yourself to the elastic limit, solve it as it comes. Talk mm-hmm. about it. One of the solutions is speaking about it. Not because, of course, you don't cry. You don't cry. You don't cry. Now for you man, because society does not allow you necessarily to cry in the way I will cry in wailing, you have a, have to have a different of way of crying. It can be talking to a buddy who is close to you so that you reduce those emotions. It can be talking to a best man or one family. So you have still expressed the emotions, even not even if not to someone who says, you know where I come from, where we live, Lorraine. So for example, they may not even express their emotions to the woman. So what we say, you must talk to someone, whoever it is, even if it's not your wife. But as long as it's a confidant, not someone who is going to air it on Facebook or WhatsApp. So we are encouraging men, express your emotions in a respectful manner and in a, in a, in a way that it doesn't cause uh, more problems to the person you're most comfortable with. But don't keep it because it's pushing you to the elastic limit. Wow. I hope that makes well, that is, yeah, yeah, very clear. It helps. I mean, if anything I've learned, that elastic limit is a fantastic, fantastic example. Everybody has an elastic limit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you so, so much, <laughs> I have learned so much from that. I have learned that it is important to know your know understand that you have an elastic limit. And it's important to be continuously self-aware about that. Mm. Thank you so much. Yeah.
Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. I believe this is going to help so many people out there. And for all those who may be looking to maybe reach out to you and maybe um, um, get some more information off of you, I hope that you can be able to share maybe um, some information on where to access you. Um, See you, yeah. Allow us, and you can put that in our description. And so if you need to reach out and maybe talk to somebody, I'm sure she'd be happy to answer some Good. questions. Yeah. yeah, so thanks a lot. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love talking about mental health. I hope we can mm. hook up another time. This yeah, is yeah. in future. Yeah. Discuss about the other types of mental illness. Yeah. I think it's it's the business that we have to make sure that we share the information and then make a difference. For me, yes. if it can make a difference to one human being, then it's worth the effort. That's well, yeah, that's well told. I appreciate you. I work, like, I'm sure you know I work in Moi Teaching and Repair Hospital, but what we keep saying to anyone who is listening, don't be alone. Help is really available. You most of the time. Mm-hmm. You can be even just starting yeah. the hospital that's nearest you when you feel dist- emotionally distressed. But more importantly, now we have uh, uh, like numbers or contacts that we can give. If I can just quickly look through there, there's a number that the Minister of Health has given. I don't know whether you are aware of it that they have given that's like a hotline that can uh-huh. be used by any person who is interested in a, who is going through a crisis and they would wish to talk to someone and before you even talk to a mental health person it's always also good to remember that you can actually talk to you can talk to a friend it can mm-hmm. be as complex as talking to a psychiatrist but it can also start by talking to a friend so the number is 1503 that's mm-hmm. the ministry of health a hotline for suicide prevention and for telemental health. I think that's the best place to start in. Of course, there's Red Cross. Red Cross should be 11.99. But for me as a person, my I'd be very, very happy to talk to anyone who would be interested in, in um, asking questions if they want email, ecamaro at gmail.com. I'm, I'm happy to respond to the questions. E-C-K-A. M-A-R-U at gmail.com. E.C. Camaro at gmail.com is my email address and I'm happy to answer any questions and support anyone who would be in need. But if I'm too far, please reach out to someone near you. Don't die alone. Help is available. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Me, I'm very emotionally intelligent. Very emotionally intelligent. I'm telling you, Josh is not emotionally. I have very many examples that I'll not say here. Anyway, Dr. thank you so, so very much for speaking to us. And you're always welcome. Uh, to speak to us here on the 2030 podcast. So I thank you people for listening to this episode. We are grateful for your time and we hope that this podcast will help you or help the people all around you. If not, there's somebody Mm -hmm. out there who needs help. If you know somebody out there who will be helped with this particular episode, please share it with them. Let's make sure that this word spreads for the sake of, I mean, at the end of the day, this is a life and death matter if if it's that point. So have yourself yeah. a wonderful evening, a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon. You are the real MVP. Yes. You're the reason why yeah. episode. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.